morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening. Welcome to the On The Whistle podcast. My name is Alistair Howarth. I am your host for our AFCON preview series, and we've got another banger for you today. It is the Stallions, Burkina Faso in the hot seat as we preview their chances at AFCON 2023. We're joined by Stefan Basilia Watara, who gives us some expert insight into what is going on behind the scenes in the Federation and, and why things aren't as rosy as they might seem from the outside. Just how important Bertrand Triari to this team is and how, how much of a legend he's still held up as in, in the country and making his predictions about how far this team that is perennial dark horses will go at the AFCON 2023. Stefan, you're you're joining us from from Ivory Coast already. The, you've got the beautiful backdrop behind you. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, how are you doing today, brother? Oh, thank you. I'm fine. Hope that you are going well too. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's you know it's it's interesting you you know us chatting before the the, the podcast because we're you know it's sometimes really difficult for those of us who aren't in a country to to kind of understand what's going on in the country, the mood of the nation and things like that. Um, kind of coming into this tournament, it's been a rocky kind of year for Burkina Faso. You know, the lots of, you haven't, I think your only law, uh, win was actually in, in the AFCON qualifiers against Togo and then your, your win against Ethiopia in the World Cup qualifiers. It hasn't been an amazing kind of last year or so. What is the mood of the nation coming into the tournament? Are people excited that it's kind of, that the, uh, the tournament's coming, particularly the tournament coming in a, in a neighboring country in, in Cote d'Ivoire? Or what is, what is the expectation, the mood in the country ahead of the tournament? Uh, actually, the mood is very good because many people think that they are, they are playing at home because, you know, Cote d'Ivoire and Burkina Faso, we are, it is the, I can say that it is the same nation because we share a lot of things together in sport, in, in politics, in economic. We share a lot of things together, so the mood is very good. Very people are exciting. People are a lot of people begin to come in in Cote d'Ivoire to for the Afcon, and you know many people in Burkina Faso have their family in Africa. Many players of the the team of the national team have also their families in in Cote d'Ivoire. And many people in Cote d'Ivoire have also their family in Burkina Faso. So, you know, in Burkina Faso here, it is very amazing. People are sitting and they are ready. They are ready for the AFCON in Cote d'Ivoire because it will be a great and, 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 and it will be amazing. It will, it will be great. And I think that the trophy will come at, at, at everything, every people. And they say that because it is in Cote d'Ivoire and we are sure, so, uh, 100% so that the trophy will be back. It will back, it will be, will not be back because we haven't uh, win, win the trophy, the trophy, but they see that the trophy will come in, in Burkina Faso. I love that. And we were talking about, you know, that, you know, before, before we started recording about how it's, it's a really interesting AFCON because of it being in, in Cote d'Ivoire, you know, four of their five neighboring nations are all at the tournament. And kind of like you say, it feels like a home tournament for you guys and for Guinea and Mali and Ghana as well. And, you know, even other places like Nigeria, Senegal, Guinea-Bissau, it's not too far, you know, so hopefully we'll be seeing kind of real proper support, um, you know, for, for all of your nations coming into it. And, you know, and it's interesting because obviously Burkina Faso have this, this very, you know, interesting history where, 
you've you've succeed you've done so well in the Africa Cup of Nations without actually winning it. You know, obviously 2013 you were runners up, 20, 2017 you got to the semifinals. Last time in 2021 you got to the semifinals, even you know, perhaps when you weren't expected to. And Burkina Faso always seems to to perform when it comes to the AFCON, even if things aren't going well in World Cup qualifiers or anything else, it's the AFCON is where where you guys perform. But you know, you were saying that you know things haven't been very smooth coming into this Africa Cup of Nations, and you know, particularly around the federation and even that even that, that the league itself in Burkina Faso, the the top division, hasn't been playing for the last couple of months. You, what's been going on in in the country? Mm, you know, actually, there is a problem be, between the president of our federation, Laza Bansi, and uh, a lot of clubs, a lot of uh, Premier League clubs, because many of clubs want that uh, Laza Bansi submit his, reason, his resignation because they think that he, his the management is not good and his management cannot uh, help them to progress and to get some good results. And also the president of the federation say that it cannot be, it cannot submit his resignation actually because it is, it was on an AG, it was an, an, an assembly that he get his election. If they want that he submit his resignation, they have to wait a bit after the, the AFCON. After the AFCON, he will submit a resignation. That the club say that the, the club say that they want immediately a resignation for the of the the, the president of our the president of the football federation. So actually, there is a lot of problem. The the both parts have not some. There is not some understanding because between the the the, the, the two paths. So it's difficult. And if we want to go, if we, we want to. To go in other part, there are many people, many people, many supporters of uh, stallions will say that Iberville have to be have to be sacked because they think that it did also it is the same things, the same tool he use uh, as the it is the same tool is used. I want when I say the same tool you use, they say that there is there has no there is there is no there is no changement. There's no changement because Kamumalu, it was the same system of tactic Kamumalu used. And after Kamumalu, they think that Uber Velu will come with some new, new things, new ideas, new kind, new manner kind of work. But they think that there is no changement. So many supporters say that Uber Velu have to be sacked. And after, after this, there is also a problem between the, the the club, the president of club, Premier League club, and the the presidents of our football federation, and also our stage. You know that a, a stallion will go in Abu Dhabi, in in Abu Dhabi for the preparation preparation before the Afcon, before the beginning of Afcon. And many people think that they it the used of uh, the, the fact that they used Abu Dhabi for the preparation is not good. Because it is very, very depends a lot, a lot of money. So they think that it will be easy if they prepare the same for the AFCOM in some country like Togo eh, or Nigeria. Or they could come in every cost to prepare the, the self for, for the AFCOM. So it is some kind of problem to come and problem to make that here in Burkina Faso before 
the beginning of AFCON, there is a lot for a thing to solve if we want to, to do better, uh, like the, the last uh, AFCON. You know, it's interesting you're saying that there's already so much pressure on, on Hubert Valud. You know, the expectations were very high for, for him to come in. Obviously, he's got a lot of experience, play, uh, you know, coaching on the continent. But yeah, I have to ask, why why was Kamumalu's contracts not renewed after the last Cup of Nations? Because obviously he took Burkina Faso to the semifinals, which I think surprised a lot of people. You know, this isn't, and we will get onto it, but I don't think the squad is as strong as the team that, you know, got to the final in 2013. It's not, you know, the, a vintage Burkina side. But he did so well. So why why wasn't his why didn't he stay on? Why was Hubert Valud brought in? For actually, for actually many people, we don't know the, the exactly the, the the main reason that Kamumalo uh, contract has not been renewed. But uh, as people say that it is because the new president of the football pavilion because Kamumalo come with the latest president of our football pavilion named Sita Sangare. And after Sikta Sangare, the new is uh, Lazar Bansé. And they say that the new management, you want to put some people who will know, you want to pick some people that it could work with, with them. And that's the reason why he decided to not renew the contract of Kamumalo. And also many people, there is many people uh, so also think also that it, it is because our last day, our uh, Game B two B with the Cameroon, you know, we, we win, we won, we win three uh, nil at the in the last uh, Afghan Cup in Cameroon in the the the, the bronze medal com competition, the third place, you know, at the first uh, half we win three nil, and in the second half we make draw three three and we lost the game and penalties and Cameroon uh, win the the, the third place. Some um, also other people think also that it is because of this game that Kamumalo contract has been has not been uh, renewed. So there is there there is uh, another thing. Many people give their version, but actually there is not the population di didn't give a, a reason on why it didn't renew the contract of Kamumalo. Mm. I mean, if if he was sacked because of that one that loss on penalties to the home team in Cameroon, that's incredibly incredibly harsh. Uh, yes, yes, but but they say, they say that it, it is you know we win we win the half uh, we win the first half three 0 and Cameroon Cameroon come again and puts three goals and we we were we were not be able to won the game. Uh, they, they, some some of them say say that. It, it is inconceivable that we we win and we we lost again. So it was something like that. Mm -hmm. But there is not a good version of why Kaumalo has been sacked. That puts so much pressure on on Velud, isn't it? Because you know Kaumalo did so well. He got you to the you know the fourth place finish. Yes, you know frustrating not to get the the bronze medal. But also you know is there also a question mark around the fact that. Kamumalo is Burkineb and, and Hubert Verlude isn't because we've seen over the last, you know, four or five years that actually it's the local base coaches that seem to be doing really, really well for their nations. You know, you think Aliou Cisse, Jamal Belmadi, exactly, you know, exactly. Regragi. Is there a sense in, in Burkina Faso that, you know, our local coach did so well, he got us to the semifinal 
and now we got rid of him for for another for another European to come. Is that part of the kind of the the thought as well in in the country? Yes, yes, there is because the people they make the the same comparison because they say that in Senegal, in Senegal, uh, Al Yusise at his first at his beginning it was not so easy. We 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 saw it. He lost the qualification for the for the. The the, the 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 World Cup and after that he qualified the team for the World Cup and they reached the they they reached they 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 how say the before the the quarter final they qualify for the a the round of sixteen they they qualify for the round the round of sixteen and after they won the Afcon in the last edition they they reached the 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 quarter final and they lost. And they failed to be qualified. So they, many people think that the federation could invest in a long-term deal with Kamumalo. Many, many people think that it will be a long-term deal, and they could, the federation could help Kamumalo with some formation, for example, and for some training. I want to say the federation could invest in him, on him because it is a local team, a local coach. And if they, they invest in Kamumalo, Kamumalo could be an example for other local coach of of, of a nation for example if uh, the, the 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 president the federation invest in on kamumalo they invest on him they put they they, they they take him they take they take the some training some good training for him it can allow him to increase his level and if kamumalo level is is increased he can come in the nation and train also some local team, some some local coach. I want to say some local coach. So unfortunately, so unfortunately, that it was not the the case. So actually, people are not happy because it is a French call. Because you know, actually, in politically Burkina Faso, in French, there are some something was going wrong. So once it is a French coach and it is an European coach, so it is a double pressure. It is a double pressure on him. And actually, Uberville have to do better than than he have to do better than than Kamumalo, and it will not be it will not be easy for him because many of his players don't play at the club. Mm, yeah, so let, let's get into the into the players um, because I think there's some interesting players to talk about, and I think you know the first one that obviously always jumps out, and I wanted to ask you about is is Bertrand Traoré, right? Because I wanted to get your sense and the Burkina kind of angle on on Bertrand Charo because obviously he he had so much hype around him when he was young, you know, kind of signing for Chelsea when he was well 50, 14, 15, and but and then things didn't quite work out, and now he's you know playing Aston Villa, but like you said, not playing much, but obviously is part of a very very good team, you know, and, and for the national team, you know, he, I think there was expectations for him to become one of the legends of of the team to become one of the best players in, in Burkina Mave history to go down with the likes of, you know, Alain Traore, Jonathan Petroipa, these guys. Bansé. Yes, yes, yes. But he hasn't quite fulfilled that potential. But he, you know, but at the same time, he's done well. You know, he scored a couple of goals at the last AFCON was, you know, very, very integral to the team. What is the perception of Traore in Burkina Faso and kind of what he has done for the, for the both himself but and for the national team? 
actually Bertrand Chouali is uh, the best, one of the best, or the best, uh, I, I can say, the best player of Burkina Faso after Aristide Bonsi, after his brother Alain Chouali, after Jonathan Pichrapa. Actually, actually, he is the leader of the, of the club, the group, the leader of the group of the team. And Bertrand Chouali is one of the likely people players of, of in Burkina Faso. Well, we, we, uh, we, can, can, we can add uh, Edmond Tapsoba from uh, Bayer Leverkusen, our defender. But actually, Bertrand Traoré is... When Bertrand Traoré is injury, it is like... It is something that every all the country is sick. If, if Bertrand Traoré is injury, it is something that all the country is sick. Everybody, everywhere you go, people speak about Bertrand Traoré. They say, ah, Bertrand Traoré is sick. How could the, how could lean up our team? How it will be? What, what, which player could replace Bertrand Traoré? There is a lot of discussion when Bertrand Traoré is not in the team. But unfortunately, he is not lucky at club because uh, when when he when he back he back with the national team when he come in the national team for playing he come back on club with some injuries with some injuries please when he come back to play with the national team he unfortunately he, he be back he back he back to the team to the club with some injuries and unfortunately he didn't play in Aston Villa and it's not good for him. It's not good for him. And even if Bertrand Chouré is sick, we cannot go with Anjari. We cannot go in the AFCON without him because he is very experienced. experienced. And when you see our latest game, our latest game for the qualification for the uh, World Cup 2026, you know, uh, our first game, it is Bertrand Chouré. And when he entering the game, he provide the assist for the equalizer goals and in this in the second game in the second game against uh, Ethiopia we, we win we, we win four 0 but it is because uh, for it is because of Bertrand Traoré he enter remind Bertrand Traoré enter he score he, he provide the assist uh, for the first goal and after the assist for the first goal he scored a, a second goals and in the two game he scored he provide he, he provide he score one goals and provide to assist. So it is his impact. He played less in the two games for the qualification for the World Cup. He played less, but it is thanks to him we won four points because Egypt won to the, the, the first two games and they have six points. And it is thanks to Bertrand Traoré that we got the four points. So even if Bertrand Traoré is sick, his experience can help, can be helpful, can help the, 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 the team. So that's the reason why he is not in good form, but the 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 coach say, take him for the for the 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 the, the, the Afcon. So I think that Bertrand Traoré is one of the best player. Uh, actually, he's one of the best player of the the, the the national team, and many people is liked by many people. And with our prayer, prayer, prayer is that we pray that Bertrand Traoré be even if it is in 17 percent in form. For the Afcon, because it could help the team for our targets. Yeah, that, that that's interesting. That you you know you still he's still seen as 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 the hero, and and especially now he's he's so experienced, having you know played at elite level for so long in Europe. You know, especially coming from such a young age. So even though he's not very old, he's he's so he's so experienced. But you know, I I guess the question is then if if he's out injured, 
you know, and, you know, potentially at the AFCON, he might not start every game. He might not be as involved as, as you would hope, depending on his fitness, you know, and, and I guess this was also a big question at the last AFCON was who is going to play up front? Because I remember the last AFCON in games where he played up, up front as the striker by himself in the middle, he looked really lost. He didn't know what he feel like he was playing, you know, in his natural position. He didn't look very good. Whereas when he then moved out onto the wing, yeah, exactly. he looked, he looked excellent and say, and I would say the same with Watara as Dango Watara, when he's playing through the middle, it doesn't look like he knows what he's really doing. You know, he's not good at holding up the play. He doesn't know how to run in behind. But when he's coming off the wing, you know, he looks excellent like he did in, in the last AFCON. You know, I think back to that goal he scored against Tunisia. That was kind of a classic winger kind of cutting inside, lovely finish. Exactly, exactly. You know, who? so I guess the question is, who is going to play up front uh, it for the national team? Who's going to, is there, or are they going to look to play Bertrand or Dango up front? In that striker's role, or who who is going to play in that position? Mm, it's it's very difficult to replace Bertrand Traoré, but I think that it could be uh, Mamadi Alex Bangré. Mamadi Bangré he play for Toulouse in French in French league. He play for Toulouse for Toulouse Football Club. It can be Mamadi Alex Bangré. Uh, we can try also Faisal Tapsoba. He play also in French in French in league in French league two. French, French League too. We have face up top so bad, he could play. Or uh, we can try. Um, you can also try. We can change the system. You know, in Burkina, you know, Burkina Faso team. We don't play with the position. We don't. We, we don't play. We, we don't play with the position. We play in, in defending mode, and we try to process in counter attack. In counter attack. So I think that the coach could change the the system. We, we we will have four four player in the in different four four different in defender four 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 two we can try in four four two four defender Edmond Tapsoba or Edmond Tapsoba in center back and we can try Isuf 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 Dayo or Adamo Nagalo in the as the second center back and as a left left back we can try Abdul Gebre Abdul Gebre. And I to right back, it will actually one play. Isaac Abure from Luton City is injury, so we don't know if he could play for the for the Afcon. It is a muscular injury, Isaac Abure. So we can try with four player in the middle. The middle, we Blati Toure, Ismaila with Gaugo, and we can find another defense defensive midfielder to put in right. And another defensive midfielder to put in in left, and we can try a with uh, Dango Watara, with uh, Mamadi Bangre, or Dango Watara with my, with Abdul Fesab Tapsoba. A system is something like that to compense to compense Bertrand Traoré lacks absence. I, I want to say. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be an interesting question for Velud is how 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 does he play in kind of in and facilitating the team i wanted to ask you though about that the, the tactics because like like you said you know burkina faso has always been a counter attacking team you know you've never exactly. been a team that wants the ball that wants to keep possession you've always wanted to play exactly. and play do you think that that's part partially why the, the stallions have been so successful at africa cup of nations because you're set up this, you know, as a defensive team to play on the counter. Is that part of the reason why you think the team has kind of traditionally done so well at, at Cup of Nations? You, you know, it is it is the, it is it is in our blood, if I can say, 
the funding move is our it is in our blood because we have uh, some good defender and the formation is based on the physic on physical on the physic you know uh, one if you want to play in Burkina Faso you want to physically you have to to be good and if you are you are good physically you know defend you can defend you can defend very good and you can play like you, you can be in the playground to like as after the you can, you can make uh, 19 minutes and before without knowing that you are you are doing 19 minutes if you physically you are good you can i want to say cut you can do 19 19 minutes i want to say you you can do all the the game without a problem and here the formation is based on the physics and you will see that for example in the last afcon in cameroon our all our all the goals we, we score we score the goal by the by defending mood some example you can see the goal we score against tunisia it is the best example the goals of dongo watara in the quarter in the quarter final you see after the after the the end of the of the first half you the recuperation of the ball of uh edmond tabsoba things and after adopt tabsoba in something that three action uh, dong watara put the goal put the the stallion uh, on the lead so it, it is it is our typical mode of playing stefan you know you're talking about the the kind of tactical side of burkina faso and how you know this counter-attacking football has seen them do so well you know, I now want to look at at the group you're in at at the Afcon in in Cote d'Ivoire, and obviously, you know, you have Algeria are the big the big team, the big favorites. Obviously, you know them well. You played them twice in, in World Cup qualifying. For the last World Cup, got two two very good draws, and, and you know, a team you know very well, and a team that I think really suits Burkina Faso's style of football. You know, playing on the counter attack, Algeria will want to have most of the ball, and that suits Burkina Faso. But then, you know. I want to look at the other two games, actually, more so, because obviously you're playing Mauritania and Angola, who are both teams who are going to try and give Burkina Faso the ball. They are going to be the ones who are going to play on the counterattack. They're the ones who who don't want to control the ball. They, you know, particularly, I think Mauritania is a really well-organized side. Um, and, and Angola, I think, have kept three clean sheets in their last three games. So, you know, really difficult teams to break down. You know, how is Burkina Faso, how is Valud going to manage both you know, trying to play those games where they need to break down Mauritania, they need to break down Angola, whilst then transitioning to playing on the counter-attack against Algeria, kind of in that second game in, in between the other two. You know, in the group for the, in our, the, our group, it seems that too easy, but it is not easy. When you try to say in the last 10 years, Burkina Faso, we reach three times the semi-final or the AFCON. Don't Automatically, many people see us as a, a favorite of the group of the group after Algeria. But you you know that in the last edition and the Afcons, we remember that there is not a, a, a small teams. You know, Comor Comor in the Comorian Comor in the last edition they do some good thing and Madagascar in 2019 they do some good some good thing. Even Mauritania also. It's not a, a small team. So I think that it will be also difficult for us. And our team is not, our team is, is little six because as I told later, many, many players don't play in the club. We can, we can count them. We have only Edmond Tabsoba, Hervé Kofi, 
it is actually a dango waterer become to get the the squad become to get a squad for Bournemouth in the in the last two game and he didn't play as winger he play as left back so many players don't play at at the club so we would have we will we will go but we'll play uh, by our last position as con by contract we play by defending and i think that we, when we will play we, when we will face algeria we will defend we will we will left them the positions and we will try to go by uh, contract to score if we play mauritania it will be where we, where it is a, the team like like has but as i say mauritania is not a small team there are some some physically physically there are some good players and technically they are very disciplined so there is also a good coach, Ami Abdu, Ami, Ami Abdu, and it is the, the last coach from Comor. So it will be very difficult. So I think that every match, every match, we, we have to, we, after this stage, after this stage, I think that Iberville will have an idea of the form of the player. But I think that instantly, if I have to make a choice tactically, I think that it will be like the last years. We will go by defending, we will let the position to the teams, and we will try to process by counter-attack. Counter -attack. And I, I think that, that that's a style of football, again, that it, it might be hard to do against Mauritania and, and, and Angola, but obviously if you get out of the group, you know, then, you know, th there's chances that you could play face, you know, the, w the winners of, I think, Group E, which I think might be Tunisia or Mali, which, again, is a team that you'd be happy to let them have the ball and, and counterattack, and it suits you. It's almost interesting, Burkina Faso seemed more suited for playing in the knockout rounds than in the group stages, because in the group stages, you have to break down these defensive teams, but in the knockouts, you can afford to play on the, on the counterattack, you can afford to play defensively, which I think is going to be really interesting. Stefan, thank you so much for your time. We, we want to end our podcast with a quick fire round of questions as, we, as we've done with everyone, everyone else who's come on as, a, as an expert. Uh, so I'm just looking for, sir, for some quick answers. So coming into this tournament, um, who is Burkina Faso's most important player? Most important player? You know, actually it is difficult to say one player is important, this player is important. Every player are important. Every player are important. And there are there we have some players who are more important than others. Every player is important, but we have in the group we have some players who are more important than than, than others. Who who is who's the one name you give me? I need one name, Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, let's try. Defensively, you know, Bertrand Traore. Not Bertrand. Defensively, uh, sorry. You know our center back, Edmond Tapsoba. We cannot go at the Afcon without Edmond Tapsoba because he is our our head, he is our ace, he is all of of mm -hmm. what we want in the in the in the defense and the in the competition in our team in the team. So I can say, Bertrand uh, Edmond Tapsoba okay. is is. Okay. One of our, if one of, if one of our important players, <laughs> and if if we go, it's always difficult. <laughs> That's why we have to ask these questions, Stefan. Who, so if Edmund Tapsoba, amongst others, is the most important, who is who is the one young player, who is the youngster on this team that you think we should be watching out for, who could potentially break break into the team this tournament? 
the young the young player actually it is only Isa Isakaboy. Isakaboy is uh, all is still already the young player of the of the team and you need at the last the last edition at the, the last edition he won the young player of the of the competition in Cameroon and I think that for this edition it is the, the only it is the, it, it is the only the, it is it's still the, the same the same young player and I think that he have to confirm that he has progressed and I think that he is the, the young player of the team to watch for in the team it is a young player to watch for this edition and I hope that his injury is not uh, difficult and will be able to play for the Afghans. For sure. Now I have the hardest question. Okay. How how far what is your prediction for Burkina Faso? How far in the tournament will will the Stallions make it? You know for the last edition uh, I predict the semi-final. I predict the semi-final and we reach the semi-final. But actually, you know, it is difficult for me to predict the semi-final because our team is very sick. Our team is very sick. We lost a lot. We love a lot of qualities and many players, as I say, don't play in the club. But I think that it will be a good the objective as a as a Burkina Bay. I, I want that we take the cup as a Burkina Bay. I want that we we, we take the we reach. I want that we reach the final, but objectively, I know that our team is six. It will be very difficult for us to reach. It will be difficult, but not impossible for us to reach the final. But I think that at least we can reach the, same, the, the quarter final this, this, this edition. Okay, quarterfinals, yeah. And then if, if Burkina Faso is going to the quarterfinals, who is your prediction to win the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations? No, but let, but let let let's say let's say let's say let's say Morocco. Okay, and then coming into the tournament, who do you think is going to be the top the top scorer of the tournament? Top scorer of the tournament, ah, it's very very very. Let's say Youssef Industry. Youssef Industry. Industry. Okay, yeah, makes sense. If if Morocco gets the final, Morocco win it. Youssef Industry, and then who will be the player of the tournament? Player of the tournament, very hard. Player of the tournament, yes, you know, it is very easy to a midfielder to a player of the tournament. Midfield, midfield says, if Cote d'Ivoire, if, if reach the final, I think that it can be Ibrahim Sangare. Yes, if Cote d'Ivoire reach the final, it can be Ibrahim Sangare, yes. All right, Stefan, thank you so much. That's, that's it for me. I won't give you any more hard questions. Thank you so much for, for joining the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise on, on the Stallions. And, you know, hopefully hopefully we'll see you in, in Cote d'Ivoire and hopefully we'll be seeing you after, after Burkina Faso has finally lifted the trophy. 